What is up, guys, and welcome to the Dad's Life Podcast, Episode 4. I'm your host, Sean Flack 2.0. And in the end of uh, Episode 3, I asked you guys a question. What was one of the lessons that you learned as a parent? Or should I say, what was a lesson that one of your parents tried to teach you when you were young and you did not get it until you were a parent? So I'm going to talk about my dad always telling me, you know, he didn't want to be a mechanic. But before that... Uh, if you are new to the podcast, go ahead and uh, check us out, seanflag.com. You'll see that's the Sean Flag 2.0 blog page. It has links to the YouTube page and to the um, podcast you're currently listening to. So go ahead and check that out. You can leave me a voice message that I could use in a future recording if you'd like using the Anchor FM app. If you are using that, thank you for listening there. You could also find us on Overcast. Stitcher and Google Podcasts. Um, so that was what the episode was gonna be about. But I do gotta, you know, start off the episode with some real dad life situations. So my middle son, who's a little over two years old, we started preschool with him, and. First of all, first and foremost, I always start off with these real life or I want to point out these real life situations because I always want to go back to one of my original messages about being a dad is that your life is over once um, once you have a kid. So how hard it is, how much sacrifice you're going to give or going to be expected to give in order to raise your child. So... He, a baby boy, already started preschool, and it's been about three months now. First of all, it's almost $800 a month, so let's talk about cost. Uh, child care is very expensive. Um, we don't need the child care because the Wicked Wahine, she doesn't work, but we wanted the enrichment of it. So kind of going into it, we looked at one preschool, really good pricing. It was half the price, but in this particular case, you get what you pay for. And half the price definitely meant like half the quality of what we were looking for, which was uh, which was quality of programs or, you know, the little enrichment they could get from the class compared to just like some type of daycare. Um, so we ended up going with the second one again, it's close to eight hundred dollars a month. But he does get excited. He comes home. He He's communicating a whole lot better. So many, so many positives um, that he brings home from going to the program. He goes twice a week. So twice a week, you know, breaks down to, you know, almost $90 a day, which, you know, maybe, yeah, about 90 bucks a day or like $85 a day. And he's able to be there for eight hours. So it's like a 10 to $11 an hour. Okay, which is not bad when you break it into that, but we're still talking about $700 or a little under $800 a month. So there is a lot of positive. You know, he interacts with the kids. You know, he learned how to throw and catch. You know, he's starting to say things, you know, interacting a whole lot better, better communicating. But then there's the downfall, and that's besides the price. Uh, it is the sickness, <laughs> the germs he is exposed to. And I do apologize in advance. I am under the weather I am not feeling good. The whole house is not feeling good. Um, and my voice is very hoarse right now, if you can't tell by the recording. 
So I wanted to start off with that. Like, right now, here we are. He's been there for like four months, and he is sick every other week. He's sick every other week. Uh, you know, the wife, she's was was up all night last night. She probably got a couple hours of sleep, but baby boy was coughing, 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 coughing. I had a coughing attack last night where I had to get up and go run and grab some water because I just could not breathe. So if you go over to the Sean Flack Facebook page, and that's uh, Sean Fla- or Facebook.com slash Sean Flack, I posted up a picture of when she was up one night with baby Kai, the the baby girl. So when she was up, same thing, coughing attack, because she's getting exposed to the germs that the baby boy is bringing home. So she was up sick and late night. And, you know, that's when I go back to my first episode and I tell you guys, it's not all about world's greatest dad, you know, oh, best day in my life when I became a dad. No, man, it is some tiring, tiring stuff. And I'm fortunate enough that uh, the, the um, you know, the wife does stay home and she does take care of the kids and she does allow me to get the sleep that I need so I could go to work. But it is a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Uh, you know, you don't get, and that's why I always tell, you know, if you have a woman in your life that's going to be at home taking care of these kids, appreciate her because it is the hardest thing to do. And, you know, we may be sitting here as dads bust our ass day in, day out. But you need to make sure that the person that's staying at home, you know, taking care of the household, taking care of them kids, make sure 100% you appreciate them and let them know how you feel and how you appreciate them. Because it is a thankless job dealing with kids day in, day out, all night, all day, no breaks, no per se lunches, no time off. It's a 24-hour gig. So I, you know, preface this episode with that because that is something that I'm learning as we go along. Now, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, but there isn't any much appreciation, any more appreciation or however you want to say it. I can give to my wife um, that, I don't know, I, I get a loss for words when I talk about appreciating the job that she does. And yes, she has the bad days. And yes, she has, you know, she gets sick and tired and fed up and all this stuff. Being a stay-at-home parent is hard. It's 24-7. You know, that's why we, we tr- I tried to do the daycare. And there's ups and downs with daycare. There's obviously cost. You know, there's, but then you got the sickness. So right now we're weighing, or we've been weighing the pros and cons of being sick every other week versus how much it's costing us to get them there. But there is also so many positives for him as far as, you know, getting out, socializing, and we fig- <coughs> excuse me. We figure it'll go a couple months, or you know maybe six months. It's already like four months in, and he's still, and he's exposing baby girl to it, so that when baby girl finally starts going to some type of day program or preschool or whatever, that she won't be as bad. So, again, I. <coughs> Apologize for the hoarse voice. If I'm coughing over the recording, I'm tired. She's tired. You know, the kids are cranky. And this is real dad life. This is real dad life. This is, you know, you're going to be tired. You're going to be cranky. Understand when you decide to lay down with that lady, this may happen. 
and you're going to be stuck and your life is going to be forever changed. Wrap it up. Use contraceptive. Do what you have to do. You know, you want to do the deed. The price is high. So um, anyway, let's get on to the main topic of this uh, episode today. So today um, I, I left you guys with that with that uh, question. You know, what's a lesson that you were taught as a kid that you didn't get until you became a parent and had a kid of your own? One of the things that my dad taught me or he always wanted to tell tell me was he didn't ever want me to be a mechanic. Now, a little bit about him. He had us later on in life. Uh, There were three of us, my sister, my older brother, older sister, and then me. I was always chosen to be the one to go help him in the shop. He was a body man, mechanic by trade. So I would always be in there helping him out, passing him tools. And I always thought it was the most annoying thing. Like I wanted to go out and just play with my friends. But I couldn't. So I had to do what my dad told me. So that's what we did. But he'd always tell me, you know, I don't want you to be a mechanic. Don't be a mechanic. Don't be a mechanic. And I'd be like, well, you know, being a mechanic is good enough for you. And I'd always start off with that. You know, like, what's wrong with being a mechanic? What's wrong with... Being a body man, working with your hands. And I didn't realize it until I myself got older, had a son, you know. So I got Buddha, the the 13-year-old. And I have a pretty decent job. I like my job. Obviously, the wife stays at home. So I make enough to support us in California. But I don't want him working where I work. I don't want him to do what I did. And this is when that lesson comes back and and replays in my head that my dad tried to teach me. Now, granted, I grew up learning how to work on cars. Now, I look back and I look at all the benefits of that. Like, wow, you know, we actually did a lot together. And I look back at it now and I appreciate it because I do understand the inner workings of an internal combustion engine. Maybe not necessarily hybrids or fully electrics or whatever, but I do understand the four-stroke internal combustion engine, and all the components that go into making an automobile. Great. Love it now. Appreciate it now. But at the time, I did not. The other thing, too, is when we were in there working on cars, we were spending time together. So there was that other benefit. We did spend a lot of time together, and I did learn, or he tried to teach me a lot of different lessons. And a lot of the lessons, I didn't learn or appreciate them until I got older. So kind of giving me a heads up of what I should expect about being a dad as well. And all the lessons that I'm going to try to teach the kids, they won't necessarily get right away until they're themselves adults or potentially parents later on down the road. So going back to my dad telling me not to be a mechanic, because being a mechanic is a great job. Uh, It's a great trade. It's a great something to know and understand because you could take a lot of these theories that you're learning about mechanics, engineering, and all this stuff and apply it to other things as long as you know how to do that. But he never wanted me to be a mechanic, and I understand why. And the lesson there was I wanted or he wanted me to be better than him. Regardless of however, wherever we were, and we were poor, He wanted me to have more opportunity. And then he said, when I had my son, your only obligation is to take care of him. That into my head, you need to provide more opportunity for him. And so forth and so on until our family generations down 
is at a point where they're okay, where they're going to be good. But the idea of father to son or father to daughter or father to children is to give them more opportunities than what you had. And what they do with those opportunities are irrelevant to a certain point because your job was to teach them right from wrong and provide these opportunities and then let them choose what's the best life for them. So that's one of the lessons that I learned as I was an adult. Um, It took me a long time to figure that out, to understand why. Who wouldn't want their kid having a really good job? But I want what I want to give him more opportunity for him to chase something he wants to do, not just work, not just kind of settle. Now, again, now I love my job. At first, it just fell into my lap. You know, it fell like through a series of unfortunate events. I landed where the agency I'm at and I was able to work my way up and I'm really liking my job, appreciating my job and do the best I can at it. With that being said... I can provide more opportunities for my kids, specifically my son as he's getting older. But I don't want him to do what I'm doing. I want him to do what he wants to do. Um, the only other way to ensure that we do that is to keep our kids close. So keep your kids close. Keep trying to teach them those lessons. And then look back at yourself. And see that when some your parent, you know, dad or mom or whoever was in the household that you looked up to as a parent... When they tried to teach you something right away, did you grasp it? Did you 100% get it? Or did it take you years to finally figure it out? And as you're teaching your your kids that, understand that the lessons you may teach are far above their time. And they may not 100% understand it, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to teach them something. But just understand that, as I said in the previous episodes, being a parent is not an immediate return on your investment. It is a long-term investment that will not pay off for 20 years down the road, 15, 20, 25, 30 years down the road. So being a father, understand that. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on your kids. Ride them, though. Ride them to their fullest potential. Teach them, but don't expect perfection. Don't expect that they're going to get it 100%. And if they do, great, but... Just kind of come at them with that understanding that, hey, you know, this is what I did. This is the advice I can give you, but run with it. And don't be too critical on them. And I have been accused of being too hard on that boy. But you know what? I know he could handle it. I know he could be better than he is now. So I'm going to keep pushing him. I'm going to keep pushing him. I'm going to push him to be his best for him to be a better person, not just in competition or grades, or whatever, but just to be a better person. And if he grows up and he knows that and knows right and wrong, and he understands that lesson, then I win. I might not win today because he's a teenager, and he still has to learn and make mistakes, but eventually one day he will. And so remember that. Remember, you know, look back at yourself and see how you were when you were a kid, and... You know, come at that particular lesson with an understanding. So that's basically it on that topic. Just kind of kind of go into some shameless plugs. You know, if you are new to the podcast, Sean Flag 2.0, I do have a blog. I do have a YouTube channel that I'm 
slowly but surely building content for. And then, of course, I'm trying to get trying to be consistent with recording a weekly podcast about what's going on every week. Like right like this week, it was the tiredness, the the realism of parenting there. And then, of course, uh, a topic, a parenting topic. Now, kind of going back and always wanting to get feedback from folks, going back to uh, the gifts for dads, 2018, I want to top, uh, touch on that because somebody did uh, get back to me. And this one is a little off the scale and you definitely got to be, I don't know what you'd be doing listening to my podcast if you had this kind of money, but head over to Neiman Marcus, check them out and they have like these fantasy gifts and you know, these things are like 250000 300000 but they're like trips. There's like, you know, a trip where you could go to, you know, all the wine tasting or candy bar. You know, they have like these. They're, they're, they're a trip. When I checked them out, the one thing I looked at was they were selling, I think it was called Vice and Virtue. But they were like sheds and they were 10 by 12. They'd come out, build a 10 by 12 shed. One was about vice. It was, you know, around, revolved around alcohol. The other one was about, like, virtue, like, serenity and being a safe, quiet place. 250 racks each. So if you wanted one in each, one in your backyard each, one vice, one virtue, that's a $500,000 gift. Now, if you out there spending $500,000 gifts on Christmas, you know, adopt me, please. You know, let me know what your inner circle look like. As long as it ain't illegal, count me in. Um, there was a bunch of trips. Like, the trips were, like, for four. And, you you know, you go to all these different places for 30 days. I mean, if you had the money and had the time off, I would definitely do it. Other than that, you know, he kind of told me, though. So I was like, oh, that was a little bit out of my budget for sure. But I figured I'd come back to the episode or come back to uh, the podcast and share those with you. So check out NeemanMarcus.com. I checked them out. A lot of this stuff was like way over my head as far as like their designers and all that stuff. Um, but check them out. Something different. You know, if you got it, you know, it ain't tricking if you got it, I guess. Uh, lastly, uh, it is um, the first week of, of um, uh, second week. Let me say second week of December. This past Saturday, the GameZilla Media crew did a 12-hour stream for uh, gamers outreach for that go-kart I think I talked about in a previous episode just a heads up on that or an update on that they during the stream the 12 hour stream they were able to get a, over $100 an hour so they raised a little bit over $1200 with their viewers and their live stream of what was it, Smash Brothers Ultimate I was in and out of the chat group did a couple donations on there um to help them reach that potential part of their goal right now they're a little over seven thousand or i'm sorry not a little over seven thousand a little over five thousand need to raise uh their goal is to raise two thousand more dollars so i'm definitely putting this plug out there because i do support them i do support what they did especially with this particular uh, fundraiser go ahead and head over to gamezillamedia.com at the top uh, gamezilla media gives back hit that banner go ahead and donate to a great cause they got a video up on youtube explaining what the campaign is a really really good cause for them you know one way to make their network uh, um back you know give back to um, these kids that are sick 
So, again, check out all the details there. It's GameZillaMedia.com. Tell them Sean Flack 2.0 sent you. I think I'm infamous or famous or however that is over there. So they should know who you are. Let them know that you listen to the podcast and join the Discord. Talk to them. You know, get involved. Again, a great, great fundraiser to give to. I'll say that. Again, it's late. I'm tired. I'm running on very low sleep. Uh, and that's basically it. If you have any comments, questions, emotional outbursts about those lessons that you, you learned from your parents or you want to talk about your initial reactions from the previous episode or give me some gift ideas or just say, hey, check me out, SeanFlack.com. You can find me on Twitter at SeanFlack. Find me on Facebook, Facebook.com slash SeanFlack. Or leave me a voice message here on the Anchor FM app if you are listening to this on Anchor. As always, thank you for the continued support. I'm always looking for that construction, constructive criticism. I am still trying to piece some stuff together, but the main thing I want to do is make sure I get recordings out every week like I told myself I wanted to do. And thank you for listening as always. Until the next recording, peace.